One, two, three. Oh. Sound. Uh, no, that was good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It always sounds All off. Right. <laughs> it, it, it's always going to sound off, but when I... You've heard the episodes. You'll zip it together. They... they snip, they snip. sync up. Paste, paste. Snip, snip. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I, when I'm editing these episodes, that's what I'm doing. I'm just sitting here like... You're scissoring the clips together. the 50th annual media hellscape extravaganza an award show committed to recognizing excellence in cultural haps and mishaps i'm your host i didn't think of a fun tag for myself today hannah Mraz. i'm sophia an illustrator pop culture queen and dermatologist to the stars and i'm lisa emery the emoji you started using ironically that you now use unironically Every episode, we honor humanity's cultural icons for their outstanding achievements in constructing the hellscape of images we navigate today. Um, And we're all recording separately. And if sounds are whatever, they are whatever. That's just how podcasting works. Um, Without further ado, let's get into this evening's first category, first place. This is just a lightning round where we talk about just whatever we want to nominate for the week. Um, Let's start with Sophia this time. Okay. um, So... My nominee is the trailer for the upcoming movie, Zola. Um, If you're unfamiliar with the uh, concept for Zola, uh, there was a stripper on Twitter who went on a very long thread about this truly insane road trip with an ex-best friend. Um, There's drugs and stripping and money and it's... It's truly going to be really, really crazy, but the trailer, like, it just, like, fired off, like, all of the dopamine in my brain, so, um... I loved the trailer. It's so so good! fun. It looks so fun. I... (laughs) Yeah. I I immediately was like, oh, this is that story, because she uses the opening line where she says, like, sit back and, like, listen to this story about this, like crazy person i know yeah and i was like oh my god i remember in college reading this and being engulfed and i can't believe that the writer of that was then given a hollywood deal yes (laughs) oh yeah i missed this i missed the twitter thread entirely i i mean i i think i get it like because everything i read about the movie in general was just like nobody was gonna retell the story they were just like it's this crazy if you're unfamiliar it's a crazy twitter thread where x y and z like exactly what sophia just said so i'm just like okay maybe i need to see the movie to know what this is all about Uh, you should read the thread because it's like bonkers it's very seems classic (laughs) i think like i missed a classic i think it was like on tumblr too like i think that people had like screenshot it and put it on tumblr i think that's where i read it i feel like um Mm. But yeah, it looks real good. It looks really, really fun. The, t- the yeah. trailer's so good. I would like, I admittedly, I watched the trailer without knowing any of the backstory and I was like, I I don't get it, but this is, is 
the coolest thing I've ever seen anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to highlight some of the cast and crew that I'm yeah. obsessed with. Uh, first of all, it's directed by Janixa Bravo, who is like an independent filmmaker and she has a very uh, wild sense of humor. So I think this like lends perfectly to her style. Um, Taylor Page and Coleman Domingo are in it. I love Taylor Page. They were both in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and they're incredible. Um, and then Coleman Domingo is from Euphoria as well. He plays Rue's um, sponsor at her like AA meetings. Um, who else? Okay, Jeremy O'Harris is one of the screenwriters and he is an incredible playwright. He uh, wrote the hit play Slave Play, which if you haven't, read it it's also (laughs) so cuckoo um (laughs) and i am obsessed with that um there's t.s madison there's mickey blanco in the trailer song um and then lastly i wanted to bring up nicholas braun who is from succession and he plays like the dopiest rich white guy and i think he's playing the same role but like if he like really wanted to be like from the hood and there's a scene where he's like, we're going to get this money and it makes me laugh every time because he is so like goofy and corny looking. Anyways, um, super excited. So funny coming from anybody. I love to say it. (laughs) Sarah and I will say just back and forth each other. Yeah. (laughs) It's so goofy. Um, yeah, yeah, it was really fun. That's a it's a that's a good nominee, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Lisa, you want to go next? Sure. Um, mine is I feel like uh, just as cuckoo, but not as good. <laughs> like genuinely <laughs> was not like. Um, mine is Godzilla versus Kong, which. Um, mm-hmm. I would like to preface this with saying that I have only ever seen one other Godzilla movie, which was like the original black and white one. Yeah. And I only like half paid attention. So I went into watching it like completely no idea what was going on. I had to ask so many questions. Like I was like, wait, does Kong like people? Why is he being so <laughs> like wait, I was like, why is Godzilla so mad? Like, I don't what's going on? Why is, why is Godzilla so mad? Um and it's like such a like personally, I had fun watching it. I thought it was great. There's been a lot of discourse on Twitter about whether maybe Godzilla and Kong are gay, which I find like very media uh, hellscape. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's like okay. That like, is fire. <laughs> Have you seen it? I've like gone I went on Twitter and was like, that's a pretty good movie. And I was like, oh <laughs> they're making the monkey feel- and the lizard kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this happens to you especially, Lisa, I feel like there's a lot of stories of you watching something and genuinely enjoying it and being like, I wonder what the people have to say. And it's never good. It's, it's never good for you. So, <laughs> so it's always Twitter warning. Always, Twitter always just beats the shit out of me every time I get on and they're just like, ah, stupid. <laughs> um, no, I mean, like, I, I admittedly, like, it wasn't like a fantastically written or any like, you know what I mean? directed maybe movie but it was it was two giant monsters like being the fuck out of each other like in taiwan <laughs> like i was like sure <laughs> like destroying um china uh and millie bobby brown the part they it, never talk like, about why are you in this movie and then like i literally turned to my friend and was like why is millie why is 11 in this 
and he was like oh she's a character in the other godzilla movie and i was like why you didn't oh, answer my right. question so funny and her it makes me it always makes me laugh when a actor is british but is doing an american accent but then their like sidekick is legitimately british like the character and yeah it's like, like you could have uh-huh. you you what's, didn't have to what's the deal what's the deal <laughs> but um yeah it's really fun if you like monsters destroying things i um recommend it but my takeaways from it are that kong is a himbo okay. because he is kind okay. um kind of dumb but like and only loves women seemingly he's like only nice to women but i personally identify with godzilla which is that a i believe that godzilla is asian and nobody can tell me otherwise I, okay representation okay representation come through the only asian person in the movie um and and he's like angry and i do think he's queer coded okay. so i'm like I get you, Queen. You just mad, <laughs> and you get to fight this <laughs> big monkey. Like, okay, go off. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's my takeaway I've, from Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> I've also only seen the originals of both, and then didn't see another big boy monster movie until um, uh, oh, what's the one with the uh, the drift? <laughs> oh, Pacific <laughs> Rim. Oh. Huh? Pacific Rim. Rim, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I forgot and, about that movie. I like, never completely. saw it, but I know that everybody was basically like, it's like an anime, but live action. And I was like, do you have the credentials to say that? Or are you just <laughs> it's like, saying things? <laughs> so, I mean, I, yeah, basically, but like, yeah. it was just, mm-hmm. that's just a movie. That's just a movie. True, yeah. When you yeah. when you say that, when you say it's an anime but live action, it's you're just That's saying just a movie. A movie with Asian people in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's a movie with robots and monsters. And okay. at least one Asian and at person. At least one Asian one. They're like, this seems like it's this an seems like anime. an anime. <laughs> it's like oh, I feel uh, like I should watch okay. it though because I have heard that it's good and I have friends that really like it. But yeah, I mean, it's it's all in good fun. These type of movies where it's like I don't know if yeah, they're necessarily totally. like like good, you know, yeah. um, but they're fun to watch. They're I had so a fun. really. I had a, a good time. I kept being like, we should make like themed snacks for the movie because I watched it with um, <laughs> Doug and a r- r- friend of the pod, Mark and Sarah. And they were like, well, what do you want to eat? And I was like, let's buy bananas and like oh steak. Oh my God. <laughs> and like fish. I don't know. Um, so I had, I had a great time. Your imagination, your food imagination is so <laughs> limited at times. It was fun though. I, yeah, again, that's my nominee. Very, very you guys should watch it. My nominee is absolutely shutting my brain off to chill hot music videos mm. all day because that was my whole week. And I know Lisa feels me on this mm. one. I actually yes. have no idea what your experience with this is, Listen, Sophia. Our, I don't feel like it's your vibe at all. Our home it's is not. a chill hop home. Like it yeah, is, welcome to the chill hop zone. Yeah, it's is powered by chill hop. It's the only thing <laughs> keeping this home on like standing. The last few days... Even like I've just been really restless and anxious in the middle of the day. And so like and I and I honestly like there was a period of time where I was like addicted to chill hop. It was like, oh, all of your Discover Weekly stuff on Spotify mm-hmm. is 
chill hop your your algorithms are ruined forever chill hop yeah <laughs> when i got my you know, the yearly yeah. spotify thing where like it tells you like what your most listened to artist was it was so it was embarrassing like c-y-g-n all yeah. the way down <laughs> it was that like rain sounds and i was like great <laughs> thanks <laughs> and um but I've been playing uh, videos on my TV from the Chill Hop Music YouTube channel, which I have never. I've always been the like lo-fi girl. Mm. Put that radio station on, and that's the that's the scene that's on my computer. But like now, I'm on the Chill Hop Raccoon side. Oh my god, Chill I love. <gasps> I literally was telling Doug the other day, I was like, do you think it's crazy if I spend $50 on Chill Hop's um, vinyl they have? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, and Doug was like, mm. powered by Chill Hop. You know? I'm just saying. It's cute. And, and it's also like the thing about the imagery around Chill Hop is it's so aspirational. It's so like, it's like, imagine if you lived in like I was watching one video the other day. Or like it was just on my TV all day, and and the the scene was like this beautiful, like full three sixty window forest home that the that the raccoon lives in and makes his chill hop beats and drinks his coffee and tends to his garden, and I was just like, this is just they're just this is just like to put the feeling in your brain of like what if you had it all what if you, what had, if all? you had it I'm all like and nothing like, was wrong we're listening we're listening to it and like we live so close to lax that just like, <laughs> like the noises outside are not relaxing at all i i have um something to add to your nom because i agree with you like absolutely emptying the brain and listening to chill out but also i've listened to so much of it during quarantine that now it's almost triggers me because it reminds me of working so much that like oh, when I listen no. to Chill Hop, I almost get a little stressed because I'm like, should I be like making a word doc right now? Or like, oh my god, like, you can't, oh no, you can't train your brain. It makes me quite think of like work this. because I listen to it when I work so often because it's like relaxing or whatever. But yeah, but I, I get you. It's I love. Uh, do you remember? You um, just need you just need a a steady beat to keep your heart pumping blood through your Absolutely. body <laughs> yeah, the girl the girl with like the cat on the windowsill icons yes. and icons yeah, absolutely <laughs> yeah it's and there are no sides there's no there's no war in this it's it's everybody's a stan a, a lo-fi hip-hop girl stan mm-hmm. and also a raccoon stan. i like there was also one a while ago um because i used to have a crush on this person um there used to be a waluigi one um, you used to like, have a crush on this chill. person. <laughs> yeah, the oh, did you the real the myth, the legend, did you Waluigi? My bad. The celebrity you fucking stutter. <laughs> did I say? Yeah, did I stutter? Uh, I mean, he's everything I've ever liked in him. It's, it's when people are like surprised. I'm like, he's tall, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> of course, I had a crush on him. He'd be taller if he stood up straight. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, Hannah, I, like, got a little uh, back. I really get you, dude. I mean, we both. I'll be like, Hannah will come downstairs sometimes, and I'll be working. I'm like, do you care if I put on some chill up? Hannah's like, not no. at all. And I'm like, Power. Yep. we are, we are all kept going. <laughs> um, so that's my nominee. Anyway, who wins? Do you think? Who wins first place this week? I'm going to vote for myself because I You're going to vote for yourself? Yes. Also, okay, I would second the Zola trailer because of the story that brought us to this point. Yeah, I guess that's like... Because, like, I want to vote for mine because I think it's cuckoo and, like, everything I've seen on Twitter is cuckoo. But I think that Zola beats it out because of the original source material is, like, the OG media hellscape of, like, signing onto your Twitter 
in the middle of your 101 class that you're not supposed to be looking on your phone and being like, I'm spending 30 <laughs> minutes reading this Twitter thread in the middle of this yes. uh, WGSS class. Because <laughs> that was my experience. <laughs> oh my God. And you're like, this is praxis. Praxis. <laughs> um, yeah. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Thanks. So do, do, do you know anyone? Trailer wins first place. I've been asking this, but do you have anyone you want to thank? Um, yes, I would love to thank Asia King, who is the original uh, writer of that story and who lived it. Shouts out. Um, and she's also <laughs> one of the writers of the screenplay. So I love that. Congrats to Asia King. Yay. Yeah. Woo-woo. Sweet. All right. And moving on to our second category of the day, which coincidentally also brought by Sophia. So kick us off. Um, hi. Uh, this second category is most iconic dream guest on Z-Way's talk show. So if you're unfamiliar with Z-Way, um, she is an incredible stand-up comedian and she's most known for her show on Instagram live and on YouTube called Baited. Um, it's a wild, wild show where she interviews problematic celebrities um, who have gotten in trouble with just saying really crazy things. Um, some of her past interviewees have been Allison Roman, <laughs> um, Caroline Calloway, and uh, I think my favorite was Rose McGowan. Um, oh my goodness gracious. There's yeah. a clip, if you can find it on YouTube, there's a clip of her interviewing Rose McGowan where she asks her, um, so if we were in an alleyway and I stabbed you, would you call the police? <laughs> and Rose McCowan <laughs> is like, well, why would you stab me? And she was like, no, answer the question. <laughs> would you call the police? You said you would never call the police. Would you call the police on me? And it is, it's so funny. And she is just like absolutely fearless. Um, so now she has a talk show on Showtime. Um, I think it's coming up in May and it's going to be like pretty much the same thing, but I think there's also going to be like comedy sketches and judging by the trailer, it's going to be very wild. Um, she has a lot of our favorite comedians on there, like Patty Harrison and Bowen Yang and Mm -hmm. Cole Escola. Um, and, uh, someone in the trailer that really caught my attention was Fran Leibowitz. Um, I know I, that is, that is the part where I screamed. I was like, ah, oh no, like because because I just watched all of Pretended to City, oh, so um, good. which I think is a really good show. I loved it. Um, so, but to see to put f- it, it did put this divide in my brain where I'm like, this person is a little bit old comedy, very like very entertaining to listen to. Like, didn't really like set me off in any way, but I was like, you are an older person, and that is interesting. So I never in a thousand million trillion years would have imagined <laughs> Fran Leibowitz anywhere near Z-Way. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to watch that. It, Me yeah. neither. Um, so uh, our nominees are... Oh, I want to change um, mine, by the way. But go ahead. Oh, okay. I'll just say mine then. Um, my nominee is Tyra Banks. <laughs> um, just, you know, with her like general history of like doing and saying really, really problematic things. I think Mm -hmm. that she would be a great host. And I also think that, um, she has like, she, she's just like, Oh, 
like a firecracker. So I, she could really yeah, say anything. Absolutely, but like, she keep is talking. Tyra, yeah, Tyra Banks is like off her rocker, but like in a really fun way. Yes, um, I like. I respect her. <laughs> Yes, and she I, never apologizes for anything that she yeah, says. So I, I she would be an, a for great that. guest. I think more than anything, I fear her for sure. Yes, I'm like <laughs> kind of scared of her. But I want Sarah. I don't think my, I mentioned this person. This is like me and Hannah's roommate, my very good friend. Um, we were watching her hot ones. Oh, episode, yeah. And Sarah was like, is Tyra Banks like weird? And I was like, oh, you don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. Tyra Banks is extremely <laughs> weird. <laughs> I was like, yeah, she's like. Yeah, I grew up watching her talk show because mm-hmm. I only had basic cable as a kid. So I'd come home and watch Tyra Banks, um, her the talk show she had for a while, and I was always like, "This feels like it's fucking me up mentally." <laughs> yeah, I feel like this like isn't good for me somehow. Yeah, this is a lot of calories. This show. Yeah, but yeah, she is. She'd she be is a great. great. She'd be a great um, interviewee on that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she's like real... hilariously toxic, you know? Yeah, that's a really good way to put it. She's hilariously toxic, where it's like, yeah, I mean, I don't agree with you, but I'm having fun. So who is our next nominee? Okay. Um, I originally just want to say that originally I had put um, Jennifer Coolidge, but I don't actually think she's very problematic. I just really have been thinking about her a lot lately. Um, from what I've read, she's actually very sweet and very kind. Um, yeah. And I just like the way she talks. So I thought that should be fun. But instead, I'd like to introduce to the stage Miss um, Reba McIntyre. <laughs> Queen. Um, another person who I grew up on because I used to watch Reba, the show. Because again, a child of no cable, I would just watch these like adult... <laughs> like women I have, do a, I have a question about huh. lisa as a child with no cable were you like a pbs kid oh oh absolutely I didn't stop watching <gasps> arthur until i was 15 yes yeah. yes so we are all of this cloth yeah oh, yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes i watched yes. redwall i watched in between the lions Redwall's i watched so dragon good. tales sagwa clifford the big red dog oh i was God. on there rough rough um what's his name it's like that fetch I, with rough roughman because here's the thing i think i watched <laughs> it a little too old like i was straight up like 15 when i finally was like i don't think this content's for me <laughs> i don't know if this I, is for me anymore <laughs> I wanted to be a contestant on Fetch. Yes. So badly. Oh, I would have given anything and it took, I was, my child brain could not figure out if it was staged. I was like, I think this is real. <laughs> I, I think this is like, is this dog to talking them. to them? Yeah. I was like, there's no, this is real. Um, no, absolutely. And then the other side of that was like daytime television. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I watched mm-hmm. like Reba, Tyra, Wendy Williams, like all that because there's nothing else. I watched Jerry, um, Jerry Seinfeld, um, Springer, and like all of that like cuckoo stuff because it was just yeah. on um especially by the time i was like again like 15 ish i was like well <laughs> there's nothing else yeah. um but reba loved yes. the show was a big fan of her and her wonderful white family and <laughs> the thing is i don't think she's problematic anymore but she has a problematic past so i think she'd be a fun contestant because i know that she like contestant is a funny way to put that oh <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. to be interviewed because she asks those like crazy questions you know what i mean and so i think reba yes. would have fun answers because i know um like i think as of recent like last year she kind of was like you know i used to be really ignorant and um i've like learned a lot in the last few years and has like 
come around and stood for like gay rights and black lives matter which i think is cool but she's also said crazy things like i hate when people do me in drag <laughs> <laughs> so unfortunate. Who do you in drag? A. <laughs> oh, you have B. no idea. <laughs> no, yeah, true. Yeah, very true. I'm sure a lot of drag queens do. But um, like I, I read that and was like, oh yeah, she's she's my nominee. So that's me. I think in comparison to the rest of this list, I have chosen violence. <laughs> Dude, you, I saw yours and was like, all right, bring it, bring it to the stage. Let's hear it. I just. I just, I wrote it down and laughed to myself because I think it's so funny. I would like to bring to the stage Mr. Tim Burton. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just think, I just think some people need to be interrogated. <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Like, and also because of who he is in culture, yeah. I, I, the types of questions Ziwe could ask are so funny it's like no, I, I, I see, i'm not gonna improv a question but you're yeah. saying i like completely understand because also z-way's energy compared to tim burton's would be such a funny <laughs> experience to watch like it would Listen, be yes i'm just already laughing so i just i just want to see i want to see z-way in- interview the weird puppet man <laughs> <laughs> I just want, I want to know what questions that they have to ask about, like, Edward Scissorhands or whatever. Like, I think it should be Tim Burton strictly for the hellscape. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. actually going to, I know we haven't even, I just, I'm going to vote for Tim Burton. <laughs> I just want, I just want the chaos so badly. I want to see it. Well, I want, I want her to ask a question about, like, why are there no... Why don't you have any POC in your movie? Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Hey, do you think um, in a fantasy world that POC exist? And then he'd probably like wonder what that meant. Yeah. The interrogation probably, would be fun. Because I think I that just, yeah. I actually think that Tyra and her would get along. <laughs> like I think that That's the thing. You're like, yeah, Tyra Tyra and Zue would get along. I think that Reba and Zue would get along on oh, some level. Just because they're be doing fun. the same It'd be so fun. They're doing the same or similar job. Like, it's cool. It'll be really cool to see if and when Zwei gets to interview people who have also hosted talk shows um, on on her weird, <laughs> like, alternate universe talk show. Right. Um, but to have Tim Burton. Now, that's the viral moment. <laughs> Sophia, do you have a... Do you, do you want to... Uh... Do I want to vouch for mine? Yeah. <laughs> um... Talk about it. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely voting for mine because I want to win. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to always vote for mine. <laughs> oh my just refuse to play the game for the rest of time. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I just really want her to like, <sighs> I want Tyra to be interrogated about this, like, just the really insane decisions that she made on Top Model specifically. All of the blackface just all like all of like the race switching episodes because there are several <laughs> or the the homeless ones and like yes. everything everything she's ever done yeah <laughs> yeah the public needs to know yeah and i think tyra would just like just i'm just thinking of all the different sound bites 
Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm sticking to my guns. Think of the Twitter content. Sticking to your guns, huh? Um, hey, listen, if we're thinking about Twitter content, imagine Tim Burton. <laughs> Just imagine. Uh, let's see. Just what imagine. happens if we have a what happens if we have a tie? What if I vote for myself too? We can't have I a tie. Want oh. <laughs> well, oh okay, that is a tie then. <laughs> First they time in history. I, I think that I think it's valid because the show needs all of it in the end. It's true. They're okay. all they're all dream, the dream episodes. Episode. For different reasons. So if we want to be really diplomatic, nobody can win. Or everybody can win. In the first time in Media Hellscape Extravaganza <laughs> history, we have a three-way it tie. Is a tie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do we believe in this? If we believe in this, I'll, I'll let it happen. We have three yeah, winners. Sure. Oh my god, Sophia's like, if we're not all winners, we're losers. <laughs> it's just another way of saying no one's special. Exactly. Um, if we all win, then no one wins. I'll let it happen. <gasps> I'll, allow it it, happen. I'll, I'll use my executive power to allow it to happen, but if we feel strongly for whatever reason later in the episode, I'll let I'll let us go back on it. Hannah truly does have the executive decision because Hannah can just edit I could whatever take, she wants. I could, if, <laughs> you ever think if about I that? Wanted, I could chop <laughs> this episode up into individual words and make us say anything I wanted. I was say, wouldn't that be so funny if it was like Tim Burton should win? <laughs> um, all right. So right now there's a three-way tie where everybody's a winner no matter what Sophia thinks. Mm-hmm. And let's move on to our next category, which is Lisa's. Okay, so this category is called... You can't keep getting away with it! White men. So basically this is a category I created to talk about, um, and I could probably do this for all men um but i wanted to kind of try to you know get into a smaller some parameters exactly exactly um because it's basically about white men who in general i am not a fan of and who i think are corny or i think are just like goofy but once in a while do something undeniably <laughs> good and that is why they they must be stopped they can't keep getting <laughs> away with this um and on that note my nominee is Justin Bieber, and this is why. <laughs> Have you guys heard his new no. song, Peaches? No. It is so good, people. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We didn't do our homework. It's okay. No, I. it's totally okay. For the listeners, Peaches is such a good song. It's off of his new album, which the rest, I listened to all of it to make sure that I wasn't like, it's not good. It's not a good album, but that one song, in the same way that, do you remember when he had that album with Sorry on it? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Is it too late? That song was a banger. Same thing. I was like, again? Again, okay. you've gotten me? Do I have to be a person who enjoys the song Sorry in order to enjoy the song Peaches? No, totally different vibes. Totally okay, different cool. vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Comple- it's more of like a, I mean, it's definitely, um, he's ripping off some culture probably. Um, but there are some cool, A, there are some cool features on it. And it's just like a really good, it's like such a good summer song. It's such a, I like it, listen to it, and I was like, it's summer, (laughs) ladies. Um, Get your crap tabs out. It's really, really good. I love it so much. Um, I've been listening to it a lot, and it's just one of those moments where I'm like, again, you got me. again you justin bieber and like i'm not a believe uh, not a believer 
okay <laughs> like i'm not normally a fan of his i think that in general justin bieber is mm-hmm. a corny dude i'm not sure. a fan of his um and i also want to shout him out and more so probably his team um he's like successfully gotten the song on tiktok's radar which is yeah. how i first heard it people have been using the sound a lot which like do you remember when you he came out yummy, the song? Yummy, yummy, yummy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah they tried so hard to make it a thing on tiktok we and can't. the kids were like we, can't. we simply can't no this is bad but this one he's like successfully done tiktok marketing on and so i'm like yeah it's this is a bop it's really good I hate to say you guys I should will listen, listen to, to it. it. If you tell oh me I God. should, I will listen to it. He he really can't keep getting away <laughs> with this. I'm like, you can't. Well, you have like, to be stopped. Well, what? Why? Because he's like a corny dude. What what are what are other than like when he had a lot of like sort of burnout moments in his public past? I mean, I think he's been. I mean, if we're getting like down and dirty, I think I think sure. he's had like a pretty problematic past. Yes. in general yes. i think that yeah. he yeah he's not always been the best role model <laughs> if no. you will um i think no. that his new era of being like now i'm a super christian and i love my wife yummy was honestly an attack on all of us <laughs> it really was it was an, a full-on cultural all of us attack. with our arms up xed out no no like, no 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 you know what i mean <laughs> and so for him to then have another pop i'm like no no, no just, I want you taken out of the culture. Why? Go to sleep in your bed of money. <laughs> yeah, just go. My God. Um, so yeah, again. Okay, fair. That's why, in my opinion, I heard it and immediately went, oh no, I'm going to give you so many Spotify listens. You have to be stopped. Again. Take my 10 cents. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's my nominee. Okay. I'm going to go next because I want to end on Sophia's. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I think you have a good one too. Um, Mine is Sean Mendez, which feels way too close to Justin Bieber. I was going to say, like, if you're, you ask me, like, well, what else has he done that's so wrong? (laughs) Come on. I like Sean. (laughs) I, okay. No, I don't. So I don't think I've nominated Sean Mendez for the same reasons as a Justin Bieber nomination, but. I was listening to, uh, I don't want to like cross pollinate podcast content too much, but I've been thinking a lot about uh, celebrity documentaries and I was actually just listening to the like New York Times podcast episode about celebrity documentaries. They talked about like the Blackpink one and the mm. and the Taylor one and the Demi Lovato YouTube one. And then they talked about the Shawn Mendes one a little bit. Not because they wanted to, but because it came up as like, oh, this also came out in the past year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is clearly like the weakest of the of the group um, because it doesn't like let you in at all. Like it's mm-hmm. very conscious of of cameras on him at all times. Yeah. Um, and I, I was just really interested in that take because like that's why I watch celebrity documentaries is to see if they let their guard down a little bit or like how good they are at like acting like their guard is down. Like what are they trying to tell us about yeah, themselves? And totally. Sean Mendez has truly, truly never <laughs> told us anything about himself. Yeah. And that's what I think he can't keep getting away with. Um <laughs> let us I looked this I looked let it let me in. Let me in. Uh, I looked at I looked it up this clip because they talked about it on the podcast where um, they go to his um, apartment 
John mm-hmm. Mendez's apartment in Canada. And he he does some he does this like really shady thing where he <laughs> he they they walk in, he really like tries to discreetly take a picture frame off of like a mantle and he like very quickly tosses it into the back of a closet and it's such a like quick like they probably left it in and they talk about this on the podcast i'm sorry for cross-pollinating but they probably left it in because he's like talking through that motion the whole time like yeah this is my place and it like actually serves like a film purpose Mm -hmm. that they couldn't cut out but then but that means we all see like the fuck did you just do like what are you Sean Mendes, what are you hiding? Who is that? Sean Mendes, who are is who is that? He's hiding. Um, That's what I mean. As no, I'm no, just no, like, I totally get what you mean. He is a really like interesting celebrity in that way. It is true. His uh, you can see it even in his social media presence. It's like yeah. very bizarre, his social presence. Um Yeah. His it's photos just so Miss Camilla. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> their whole relationship is like you can't keep getting away with this we can't get away with this, <laughs> this is you guys have like the strangest relationship um i personally really like sean mendez though i do I, even if yeah. I, d- I don't know the real him like i think he's um i like his music kind of and i don't know i think he's cute <laughs> i think he's like a sweet boy um on the note of those documentaries i just wanted to say that like don't you feel like the best one of those is the Katy perry one I didn't watch the Katy Perry oh, one yet. Oh, no. oh my gosh! Really, you Wait, guys? Is that the most recent one that like just came no, out? This is like it? old. This is like oh, this two, is an old one. I think I was. Who just came out? Oh, Dem- Demi Lovato's just came yeah, out. Yeah, the Katy Perry yeah. one is so good. I'm sure you've like seen the scene at least on Twitter. It's like when Russell Brand breaks up with her like over a text message while she's like on her world tour and she's like yeah. sobbing in her dressing room, like sobbing. Because she yeah. just, she realizes that her marriage is over and she has to go on stage though because it's like 15 minutes before like whatever stage call, calling, whatever you call that. And yeah. she's there and she like has to just stop crying on the spot and like put on a smile and then they put her on stage. And it is... Yep the one of the best moments in any like documentary it's oh yeah it changed my heart-wrenching it changed my opinion of her for sure um it made me like Katy perry a lot more so (laughs) it was like a very successful moment and documentary in general but i see what you mean by sean mendez but i just like like him so i i I think i disagree there's no there's no (laughs) It's uh it's no hate in this nomination it is simply that he can't keep getting away with giving us absolutely nothing but i mean on the other side of that is like how much do i really care whether he ever gives me anything you know i'm just like i'm not interested yeah i like him as just like a a man with big teeth yeah (laughs) you know what i mean i'm like you keep smiling baby you are go on you're 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 doing good tremendous you're doing good you're doing good who was that photo of (laughs) um Anyway, let's move on to Sophia's, which Number I, three, Sophia. I'm voting for yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, okay, one more thing about Sean Mendes. Shout out to Benito Skinner for his impressions of Sean oh Mendes, which are like God. my yeah, favorite so thing in the world. Um, definitely go to Benito's Instagram and watch those. Yeah. Okay, so I also interpreted <laughs> this category differently. Which is good. Um, I think that's great. So when when I hear he can't keep getting away with this, I think of okay, what's, like, the worst white man I can think of who I'm also, like, a little bit fascinated with because Mm -hmm. he's, like, so chaotic. Um, So my nominee is Chet Hanks. (laughs) 
I think that you got the assignment a little bit more because like I feel the same way about Chip. Like I saw it and I was like, yeah, because I don't like like that guy, but I also like like seeing what he's doing. Yes, he is. He (laughs) makes me laugh every single time. I think unintentionally. Um, He's not trying to. His Jamaican accent is is just gone. (laughs) (laughs) Now he just like has a little bit of a black scent. And um, I mean, not to like put a downer on it, but like he did recently get in the news for um, like, I guess he had some like altercation with his girlfriend. He posted a video of him with like blood on his face and stuff. I don't know. So. I'll just like you so know, I can get pretty deep and dark with that. <laughs> yeah, so we don't really know who he is, so that's why I'm like, um, and the fact that yeah, he is he's the who, worst, the son of who he is. It's like what? Yes, Ooh. son of yeah. uh, America's father, Tom Hanks. <laughs> America's the father uh, of America. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tom Hanks, America's uncle, um, Godfather. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And also he named this summer white boy summer, which is violence. Violence. You know what? I'm actually going to go, even though like I came up with this nominee, I I do agree with you. He is like, it's the, it's the, well, cause it's the assignment. Like, I'm like, yeah. Like who is a white man who you look at and are just like, you must be stopped. (laughs) Literally stopped. (laughs) But like also once in a while I'm like, huh, that's funny. It feels yeah. like if you take your eyes off of what he's doing, that he's getting away with too much. It's like you yes. have to watch him or else he'll get too weird. He is on the <laughs> we are line all constantly. Supervising Chet Hanks for Tom Hanks. We are all we are all Chet Hanks's older sibling in oh this case. God. Like and we're gonna fucking tell Chet, we're gonna tell He can't get <laughs> like, away with this. Yeah, I saw somebody on Twitter like ordered a cameo for their friend. Um, and their friend is a black woman. And in this cameo, he said, um, I heard you're a black queen. (laughs) I was just like, ah, ah. For a second, were you like, oh. Uh, Because, again, hilarious, but also like, stop. No more. Stop, stop, stop. stop. Don't. Yeah, Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that is the winner. You got got this category Yeah, you knocked us out of the park, honestly. That was so good. (laughs) Yeah, I came up with it, and I'm still like, yeah, you're the winner. You're a winner, baby. (laughs) Well, I appreciate it. And um, for for this win, I'm going to thank his brother, Colin Hanks, who's a wonderful (laughs) actor. And I, like, it's such a sweet, sweet man, I'm assuming. So this goes to Colin. I, I'm, ass- I'm assuming that this one goes out to Colin, who we also don't know anything about. Yeah, he was wonderful in the, uh, season one of Fargo, and that's all I can say. <laughs> Not thanking Tom Hanks at all. No, Tom Hanks has no, been, he's fine. been thanked. True. Yeah, everyone America thanks him. has thanked him over and over again. Yeah. And Rita Wilson. We love Rita Wilson. All right, moving on to our third, our fourth category, our next category, which is mm-hmm. mine, um, which I mm-hmm. have decided to call cleverest quarantine content. Yeah. Um, which is a category I came up with to talk about quarantine specific productions because I think while lots of Hollywood production has continued business as usual um, with honestly, uh, minimal changes. 
some rose to the challenge. Uh, <laughs> and it was actually kind of, it, it's nice to see um, creativity within bounds sometimes. Uh, mm-hmm. I, like, I'm, I'm a big believer in, uh, you know, this is not the way I would have asked it to happen, but I'm a, I'm a big believer in, in restrictions and uh, guidelines being really interesting for the way people create things. I like a prompt. Yeah. Um, and, and the prompt this time was like, how the fuck do we talk about what being in quarantine, like, how do we make entertainment about quarantine or within quarantine bounds um that doesn't just make us like cringe (laughs) right you know very quickly it became like a cringy sort of cheesy thing to do to make a a zoom show (laughs) um we are we our podcast is frankly also a product (laughs) of a of a surge in podcast making you know but the joke is sort of everyone has a podcast now everyone's got a youtube channel now everyone's got a tiktok now and like you know everybody has a web show um everybody's making content so how do you do that and and get any uh, and grab my attention anyway because i've been watching um and the nominee I brought is quite earnest. Um, it's a it's a show on Hulu called Staged that my parents turned me on to, which is very easy to tell because it stars two older British actors. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how you know. That's how you beloved British actors. That's how you know my mom showed me this show. Um, but one of them is David Tennant. The other one is Michael Sheen. I was a huge Doctor Who fan. The Doctor. Mr. Doctor himself. So I was a huge Doctor Who fan uh, back in the days. Uh, So I was like, cool to see anything else, really, that David Tennant does. Because I don't actually, like, I've never seen another show with the man. So to see something, like, completely different is actually really interesting for me. The show is literally shot on, literally shot on Zoom calls. um, And also self-taped uh, for a lot of it like in the homes of the actors themselves um it's david Tennant and his wife georgia and michael sheen and his girlfriend i'm not sure if they are married um whose name i woefully forgot i'm so sorry we, but- <laughs> um, sorry to interrupt you but can we just let the audience know who michael sheen is because i did not know who he was until you guys reminded me just as a callback <laughs> to an earlier episode absolutely um he is the italian vampire king in twilight yeah they do mention this on the show too um you were like watch this and i was like i don't know who these men are and i was like oh wait one of them is doctor who and then one of them is doctor who and one of them is the italian vampire and you were like it's it's the man (laughs) it's the vampire and i was like oh my god him him um yeah, they're playing. Um, so they're all playing heightened versions of themselves. Mm-hmm. the The plot of the show is that they were cast in a play um, uh, that was supposed to go on, but then everything shut down. So they decide the the director slash producer of the play and the two stars, David and Michael, um, decide to rehearse it anyway over Zoom. And the idea being like, well, when everyone's like dicking around, we will we'll have something, and everyone else won't. But of course, the show is never actually about them rehearsing because they never mm. get to it because life is cuckoo and quarantine is weird and doing anything over Zoom is like fucking boring and stupid. And they capture that. So like the way they make a Zoom show and not just make it like a commercial for the usefulness of Zoom, but more a like <laughs> a 
beautiful representation of how bored and strained yeah, everyone am. is in having to socialize this way is very cool to me i watched like a clip i unfortunately um wasn't able to watch like a full episode but um i watched like a clip of them talking to judy dench yes and judy dench so, appears on it <laughs> which, that was really funny and it was so like it's like that a it's like that dry like british humor for sure yeah um yeah. that almost like makes me uncomfortable but i like got you know what i mean like i watched that clip and yeah. i got it i was like oh i see what they're doing okay this is like funny like for yeah. sure she's like mean in it <laughs> she's like mean to them and i was like everyone's hey. mean that's yeah. the other thing about the show is everyone in the show is mean nobody's nice there are sincere moments but like nobody's like that's the vibe nice i was getting each I was like, other. Like, All right. it's like it's funny yeah yeah and and i and i uh there's not actually that much written about how they produce the show other than um an interview with Georgia Tennant where she talks about like, yeah, it's like uh, David David Tennant and his wife have six kids, I think. So they were like, yeah, we just chose. Okay. Oh my we God. just choose which we choose which room in the house to film in based on which one's available because we have six kids who do not give a fuck what we're doing. They are so unimpressed by us. Um, and uh, Michael Sheen and his girlfriend made a deliberate decision to only show they're like we're not gonna we're not gonna show any more of the house than this one zoom angle mm-hmm. we like we're not gonna shoot any more scenes around our house um and the director whose name i don't remember either off the top of my head um has quite a few scenes like some outside some around his house so like they all like kind of chose their own comfortability with like performing um or or showing their literal situations um, even though it is a fictional show um, and and create with again, create within those bounds. Another just like fun little thing for me as an audio person is that um, the direct the guy who plays the director has a lot of scenes where he's on the phone. And in order to get good audio, he's when he's talking on the phone, he's just talking into voice memos, which I noticed immediately. And I was like, beautiful because you're using nothing to make this show. Yeah, it's I love that so dearly. Anyway. So that's my spiel about staged on Hulu. Go watch it. Go support watch it. Support the doctor. It. Support the doctor. <laughs> I have a question. Is Michael Sheen's girlfriend Ashlyn B or Ashlyn Bay? Do you remember? Uh, I don't remember, but we can look this up so that I'm not just like, and the woman. <laughs> okay. She's a woman. really incredible comedian. If you have time to watch her, uh, I think she has like a 15 minute set on Netflix. So funny. She's very Irish. Um, um it is not uh it's anna lundberg oh, who's with JK. now shout out to well Ashley just Bay a free anyways. promo for the other comedian <laughs> that sophia has named yeah <laughs> sorry okay I, I got lost on my google search for a second like what's what's all happening on google news Sophia, um, do you want to sure i'll go next um so my nominee is the charlie xcx documentary alone together yeah. um which i had the honor of watching through South by Southwest's film festival, um, which was all online, obviously. Um, so Alone Together follows uh, Charlie XEX recording her latest album called How I Feel Right Now. And she made it in five weeks. Damn. Um, and Crank the documentary out. is really amazing because she really incorporates like her fans into writing the music. Like there's a scene of her on Instagram live um like trying different things and then asking her fans like which one do you like more sound off in the comments 
And like, it's, which is like so wild to me. And she like recorded the music videos and everything in her house. And, um, I just really love that record. I think it really, uh, encapsulates like the feeling of, you know, May or June, 2020. Mm, Um, and like so emotional, but also just like party bangers. (laughs) Um, so this documentary is really amazing. And she also like, she like breaks down in a couple scenes and it like really got to me. And I also cried. I just love Charlie so much. Wow. Um, Tom must love documentaries. I know. I hope that it gets. And she let us in. Yes. She let she us really in. Does. She, she really does. You see that, Sean? <laughs> Sean took notes. She <laughs> really talks Sean. about like her anxiety and depression and stuff. Yeah. So it's very relatable. So that's my nominee. And we're all fans of her, which is great. Um, yeah. Her, her career has been such an interesting um, journey because she truly... I don't know. Uh, what was her like hit song? It was like the boom clap. For so long to me was just like that song. You know what I mean? It was like a super like commercial song. Um, that song I remember hearing like in commercials and stuff, you know, and I didn't really think much of it. And now she's really become such an icon, especially for, and we love them on the podcast, the girls and the gays, you know? And so I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> look at you. Um, yeah. Good one, dude. I haven't seen it, but hopefully someday I will. Um, do you know? <laughs> I you hope can watch to someday. It? Like ever? Do you know if it's uh, coming? Um, oh, I'm sure I got picked up somewhere, so I wouldn't be surprised if like it's going to be a YouTube movie or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Nice, Lisa. What's yours? Okay, I'll go. Um, mine is the Princess Bride home movie, <laughs> which <laughs> so I don't get. Um, it's called Home Movie the princess bride um and uh, did you guys watch it by any chance i watched a good chunk of it yeah i i I couldn't find myself because it is what it is it's like okay i'm not gonna watch the whole it was clips of it was like circulating on twitter for sure i remember seeing like Mm -hmm. um like gifts and just also like short clips of it um i did watch the whole thing i watched it with my lovely boyfriend and we had like a really good time a because we're both really big princess bride fans in general like mm-hmm. i we're like that courtney couple it's like as you wish <laughs> like, <laughs> terrible i hate it sorry to show my ass on this inconceivable podcast. yeah um really big fans i always say that if we ever threw a rom-com themed party which is something that we are going to do when we're allowed to i would absolutely go as buttercup and <laughs> i would go with wesley gross um but it's just a lot of fun and it was cool that it was was um i forget what it was called a uh, world central kitchen they were basically trying to raise money for restaurants that you know were having a hard time during covid so i thought that was really cool it was on quibi r.i.p shouts out to quibi mm-hmm. <laughs> um we like to thank quibi for this um but i mean it just had like a loaded cast obviously like it was funny and very covid because everyone had to do it like in their backyards which was at one point they have jack black b wesley which was so funny and i thought he was at a park and then i realized you know, he's was, at his home and then he was just in his backyard but his backyard is literally a park and i was like oh my god it is kind of crazy to see some of these celebs homes which also oh, again yeah. felt very covid content because it was like oh you live in a mansion in the sky okay Word. <laughs> um, and uh just to, like rattle off a few other names are in it. it's like so jack black was in it paul rudd was in it tiffany haddish was in it jennifer garner was in it um 
Jenna Ortega was in it, Beanie Feldstein, Hugh Jackman, Elijah Wood, <laughs> like crazy, <laughs> crazy names. Um, Jason Segal was in it for some reason. Like, <laughs> I remember Patton that. Oswald, I did see like, that clip. Every time King Batch was in it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. Seth Rogen. Um, yeah, I mean, just like a slew of just insane celebrities. Um, and so it was really fun to see them. It was always super goofy. Again, like super home movie. They had like their kids being props and stuff. And like, so you good. Could, That's the best way to do it. It was so cute and funny. Some people were funnier than other people. Some people took a little more seriously. Um, and they also <laughs> incorporated some of the actual... Um, like the original Wesley, who I feel terrible, I've forgotten his name, but like he's in it and plays Wesley for like a little clip because they basically chop it up. So it's like three or two minutes of somebody playing one of the characters and then they would like switch out the actor. Um, and it was just great. Every other second I was like, oh, my God, it's that guy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's Paul Red. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's, yeah, that's what it's for. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um but yeah, really fun. That was probably one of my favorite COVID watches. Like you said, like it's making content right now is like it's hard to make it super entertaining for a long time and to retain somebody's uh, attention. Yeah. Uh, kind of. Like Did that. I ever tell you I was in a thing like this? Were you really for what? Yeah, <laughs> they used to do these projects. Um, plenty of years, like in 2012, uh, called Star Wars Uncut, and it was this. It was they cut the movie into fifteen second bits, so the the the, the fourth and the fifth Star Wars, mm-hmm. the original first and second Star Wars movies, um, they cut them into fifteen seconds bits, second bits, and then fans would recreate them with whatever they had and send it back in. Um, and I was in NHS. Uh, I was in the Empire Strikes. That's so cute. I was in Empire are... Strikes Back, and I was Princess Leia. My oh, uncle yeah. was Lando Calrissian. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, my best friends were stormtroopers. It was beautiful. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think that these are super fun to watch. You know, especially if you're just like a fan of whatever it is. Um, I, the last two people I can't believe I forgot to mention are in it, which like shocked me, and I audibly gasped for. Adam Sandler <laughs> was the grandpa, which is so funny. Wow. And then um, Nick Kroll <laughs> <laughs> plays Inigo Montoya and also plays Fezzik at one point. <laughs> um, or no, plays Vizzini, the one that's like inconceivable, which Nick yeah. Kroll saying inconceivable in that voice <laughs> was well worth like all of the donations and all of everything it was incredible i think i literally texted you sophia and was like nick kroll is here my man is here now among us um but yeah really that was that was my favorite and that's it well i don't know which one of those I mean, I feel like The Princess Bride is the most media hellscape of it all, specifically because we got to see the inside of many celebrity homes. So (laughs) many Very indicative of the time. Um, Yeah, it's going to, yeah, that's also going to like, that's a project that goes down in history, I think, as as quarantine content for sure. Yeah. Um, Um, Star studded. I'm voting for myself and... I would personally like to thank um, Jack Black on uh, TikTok <laughs> and his use of TikTok is who I would like to thank. Yes, Crazy. Him, him doing the WAP choreography. 
<laughs> he is so his giant pool and just yeah. him and like his speedo and i'm like dude all the off. time <laughs> <laughs> and he is a very unproblematic man so i stand him as well um yeah he feels like a, he win. feels like if tom hanks is america's dad <laughs> jack black feels like america's uncle for he sure. feels like yeah. an older brother who left for college and then came back <laughs> he's like the That's, cool cousin yeah um <laughs> thanks for the win guys you're welcome okay now we've made it to the big one this is the end of the night this is who among our previous winners wins the whole night um quick recap is uh in first place the zola trailer was our winner uh most iconic dream guest on zoe's talk show um nobody wins and everybody wins and no one is special and everyone is special (laughs) he can't keep getting away with this white men uh we have chet hanks who we we can't let chet hanks i don't know he's kind of feeling like the winner no (laughs) no 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 our last our last category is uh cleverest quarantine content and the princess bride the home movie the princess bride wins um Chet Hanks feels a lot like when oh. um, how we said a racism can't win, and then what was the other thing we said couldn't win last time? I totally forgot. I don't even remember. Every what episode, I said. there's one thing where we're like, "It's a little like too that- dark. We can't. <laughs> we can't yeah. let that one okay. win." Based on like, the news dark. with his girlfriend, no, we cannot let Chet Hanks win. Okay, just He's in case this goes down Fair. a very dark path. True. 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 <laughs> Oh, I think um, this is like that one time we didn't let um, Army Hammer win. We were like, no. yes, very similar, <laughs> very similar, similar like, vibes. Oh, we don't know. We don't, I don't know that man. Oh, I do not know this man. <laughs> um, um, I'm gonna vote for Zola. I, I honestly of yeah, I was gonna say of all these, and I know that Sophia is voting for themselves again. But <laughs> of all of these, the the Zola trailer like. First of all, the most upbeat of our stories. Second of all, the mm. most media hellscape in that it's a movie based on a Twitter thread, which is historic, historic. honestly. And I already said upbeat. It's going to be so fun. I just think, and three, it's going to mm-hmm. be so fun. It's going to be such a fun movie. Yes. Another A24 bop. Mm-hmm. I'm stoked. Yeah, it's funny because I that's how I even saw the Z-Way talk show was I just went on A24 and was like, oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I'll... I'll I'll vote for that. Yeah, I love I love it when first place nominees win the night. That makes me happy because mm, that the big because we big put winner. no thought into those. I also think <laughs> Sophia has been crushing us. No, because Sophia, if we're talking about understanding the Thank assignment, you. Sophia understands better than <laughs> always understand both of us. The assignment, Sophia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. winner, baby. <laughs> you're just a you're just a star. You're a media hellscape star. Thank you. That's our fucking show. That's our show. Do you want to thank the people? You want to? Who, yeah. who else do you want to thank? I'll thank um, my dog Bobo, who's sitting in my lap right now. Yeah, um, we can no Bobo. doubt hear that yes. Bobo's in your lap, but that's great. His fur is like flying into my face, and it's <laughs> irritating my eyeballs. Um, so this is getting harder and harder to do by the minute. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Very there good. Is. <laughs> oh no! Um, yeah, let's go ahead and talk about plugs. What the hell are we all doing again, Sophia? You're the most publicly busiest of us mm-hmm. of us all, I think. So, mm-hmm. what do you got? Let's see. What am I doing? I always put this pressure on you. Like, 
you are <laughs> the content creator of the bunch. So we're all you have content something. creators. I mean, uh, arguably Hannah, uh, I think you would probably be, um, you know, miss content right now. Yes, mm. yes. But okay, it, we'll I'll, I'll it. go. Um, I'm almost done with my zine um, about women directors and trans filmmakers. Super excited to be self-publishing that very soon, um, but I don't have a date for that yet. So just keep on the lookout and follow my social media at Sophia Zarders. So yeah, Love. keep awesome. on the lookout. Lisa, how can people not find you? Hey, I'm still shrouded in mystery. Um, yeah, I mean, same as always. If you find my Finsta, I will send you $5 over Venmo. Um, do not follow me. I'm not really doing anything. I guess the only thing I would really plug is the same thing I plugged last time, which is, you know, keep doing the things as far as supporting um you know, BIPOC communities, and uh, I already plugged last time where you can kind of donate, especially towards, like, the API, but, um, yeah, keep it up. Um, and you can find me and my music and video adventures right now, especially, I guess, on TikTok, as I've made two viral videos, and now I am changed as yes! a person by fame. Um, <laughs> so uh, I am at... Uh, Miraz Hannah on TikTok if you want to see what the hell all that's about um, please do not tell me that bats exist and I'll let you figure that out once you get there yeah you could also follow me on Twitter at Miraz Hannah or Instagram at Miraz Hannah if you want to keep up with the music things that will be coming out this summer yay and with that Roll applause, play the music. We have done an award show. Snaps. Yay. Thank you for listening to the Media Hellscape Extravaganza, a podcast by Sophia Zarders, Hannah Mraz, and Lisa Emery. Our theme music was recorded by Genevieve Kikivix, Evan Shade, and me. If you have feedback, Media Hellscape nominees, category ideas, or just want to say hi, email us at mediahellscapepod at gmail.com or follow us at Media Hellscape Pod on Instagram. We'll see you next time.